Well, speaking of Bedford, we've got Chris Daniels in with us. He is running for the Bedford School Board, uh, currently on the Bedford School Board. And uh, so tell us how the the race is going. Well, it's good to be with you guys. Um, I think it's going pretty good. Um, We've had today's, what, day 44 of early voting. Right. Um, We've had, you know, our mama bears at the polls every day for 44 days. So Uh I'm very blessed to have that. But, um, you know, the people that we talk to um, from, you know, from door knocking to the people coming to the polls and just random texts, I, I think that they're they're really pulling hard for us. So um, I'm excited. Um, it's been a long ride, and right. we're almost there. Okay. Well, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be over soon. That's for sure. So, um, so the things that you're most concerned about, because you have been how long have you been on the board now? Since March. Since March. All right, because you were appointed there. Right. Um, what strides do you think you all are making? What what momentum are you wanting to continue? So for the previous 10 years bedford county public schools have lost enrollment and you know i would say that with the policies that we've put in, into place some of the policies we've put in place we've actually stemmed that we added students this past year so that's the first year that that's happened in 10 years it was a small increase but it was an increase nonetheless so i, I think that if we continue making strong policies that that parents say you know what this is this is somewhere where i want my kids to go and i think that we can continue that that momentum what do you think, uh, do you think you've identified why people were removing their kids from the schools? Well, I think it's just, you know, public education and stuff in, in general. general. I think what's what's happened from the Virginia Department of Education, uh, lowering standards several years ago, I think that parents said, you know what, this, this is not the best fit for my child. Mm-hmm. And parents have that right to make that decision. I, I think that our goal should be that, you know, yes, parents have the right to make the decision for where their children go, but we should be the best option. And if we do our job and we become the best option, then we shouldn't have to uh, worry about enrollment. So uh, what is is in the works because so many of our children have fallen behind because of the pandemic right. closing the schools keeping them out of schools clearly and i know everybody can monday morning quarterback and can go back and say that was a terrible decision but the bottom line is whether it was the right decision or whether it's the wrong decision the results are what they are and we have to deal with those results what are we doing to try to catch these kids up and do you think we can catch them up yeah i I think that we can if we if we dig deep i think that that's the the biggest thing that we have to do it's going to require a lot of work it's going to require a lot of work and there were plenty of parents in this parental rights movement that was saying that this is not a good idea for our kids and you hate to have the i told you so but it seems like that we, we we get it so now what do we do? We have to we have to go ahead and attack. So the money that there is from from COVID, there's still some money that's out there um, and that we can uh, uh, you know put into learning loss. And that's what we need to do. But we need to focus on that. And, and pretty much that alone has got to be the top priority of our kids. So whatever extra help they need, we need to be able to get to that line of scrimmage and call audibles and say, you know what? These kids over here, they're falling behind. What resources do we have to put in to help get them not just caught up, but so how the, how they can achieve excellence in the future? So we want to get them, you know, past where the standard is. So do do we have things in place for the children of Bedford County to if, if I'm a parent and I have a child who is just woefully behind, especially in, in reading? I mean, if you get behind in reading that's a problem because that impacts every other area of of learning is there 
a place for them to go and get help right now? Well, they have that um, available in, in each of their schools, and that's been a big priority for um, the administration here. Uh, we got a report based on the um, the SOL scores mm-hmm. that came out, and it, was, it wasn't just Bedford County. It was right. all, all over. And um, so they came to us at a school board meeting and said, this is where we are. We, we pretty much expected this. But they didn't really dwell on it, and they said this is proactively what we plan on doing. So um, there's some 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 good programs that they have going. I know at Jefferson Forest High School they have a program that has helped catch some readers up up to two years wow. very quickly. So those are the best practices that I think we need to share system wide. And um, you know I think that it was the governor or the or the state has a, a reading initiative that's getting into getting into full swing. So I think that's going to help. But as reading goes, I mean that's how all the subjects are going to go you need to be have to have that level of comprehension it starts with reading and let's not forget that it's so important that parents are engaged with their children and and if they're not i dare say i mean occasionally you'll see an exception to the rule but by and large parents must be engaged with their children and i think if anything as the mother of three what what i see through the pandemic was that parents were overwhelmed and they just kind of threw up their hands and gave up well well that that did happen in a lot of cases and we've advocated very strongly for parental rights but with that comes parental responsibility exactly and you know having a a special needs child as as well um you have to learn to work really well with the teachers and the staff that you have in the school. Mm-hmm. It has to be, you have to have active participation. And yes, you might be the CEO of your of your child and, and the, the prime decision maker, but you have to be able to work it and, and be able to communicate and say, hey, this is what I'm seeing at home with my child. And the teachers say, hey, we're seeing that here. We've had success this way. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Now that's something you could bring home. Or if you have a breakthrough at home, you know, that's something that you could tell the teachers. Successes and failures, you've got to share it all and get it all out there. Because if you don't, you're doing your child a disservice. Well, and the other part of this is we have a, a dialogue going on around the whole country, uh, in, including, you know, a gentleman that I just interviewed not that long ago that says parents many times need to defer educational decisions to experts or people who know more than the than the parent knows so a lot of parents i think are like is it going to do me any good to go into the schools or are they just going to dismiss me because we're seeing that around the country well i mean i'm not an expert in everything and i would take into account what teachers have to say again mm-hmm. you know your child and you, you well we were talking about sexual identity and things like that um uh, yes yeah, so crt they we're talking well, yeah. about some very controversial things yeah yeah and I, I think that that's important and we um believe in bedford county about informed consent when there's when there's things that are going on that may be controversial um whether that be um a book or anything else like that that the parents need to know what's going on and what's in those books so that the parent can make the decision with their child on if it makes sense for them to even be reading and of course if it's something that should not be in the schools right that's something that needs to be addressed we're not saying that kids can't read it but perhaps they should not be in our libraries they can be in the regular library or they can get it from amazon but certain things should not be in the in the schools and um we need to focus on the things that are going to make a difference in their lives and those those are those educational things because we can talk about this other stuff all all we want right but our kids are falling further and further behind and and the grades last year i mean they proved that out right and so let's be clear, I mean, I'm getting I'm getting text in um, 
they want they want to be clear on where you stand. Uh, you believe that that parents have every right to to speak out uh, to to keep uh, the CRT at bay, the whole um, transgender craziness that we're seeing right now. Uh, you you don't believe that should be hidden from parents? No, that should not be hidden at all. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to make that clear because that was specifically texted texted in this morning. Uh, if people want to find out more about your campaign, how they can support you, where's the best place for them to go? They could just go to chrisdanielsforbedford.com. And then if they are in the district, I urge them to get out and vote. We will be out there. We will see you. Um, you can vote today, uh, tomorrow, all day um, is, is the last day of early voting. And then, of course, on game day on Tuesday. It is. It's going to be here before you know it. You're going to blink. That's right. Thanks so much for stopping in and visiting with us, Chris Daniels, running for Bedford County uh, School Board. Good luck to you on Tuesday. Thank you so much.